Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related and it's it's here we've done it it's taken 40 long weeks but we've crossed over the finish line this season has been a roller coaster ride of ups and downs and here to share that with me in our final game week review of the season my podcast partner in crime Seamus how are you getting on my friend yeah I'm, I'm good yeah it's uh it's a uh Tough one, isn't it? It's the last game week season. It's emotional. It is. It is. It is. You know, I think I'm mostly emotional after Game of Thrones, but I think that's the thing. And like Game of Thrones, it's also a slight underwhelming finish where you're just like, "Fuck, it's done now. What don't, do I do now?" Don't, don't, don't trigger wait. anyone. I won't trigger anyone. But uh, either way, it's all come to a satisfying conclusion. I think it's been foregone for game weeks. Uh, game for you know many game weeks now. But Seamus, you've claimed the first FPL hangover uh, rivalry season and our mini league. How yeah, are you feeling? Not our first uh, rivalry season, but our first uh, that we've recorded from start to finish. Yeah. So it's out there for posterity. Is it posterity or posterity? I'm not going to die on that hill right okay. now. I'm not sure. Yeah, and. Uh, but I'd say posterity. You, you kind of said it the last. Uh, you conceded there last week or was it the week before you conceded no it was I last it was, week it was, it was two pods ago it was, two pods uh, ago yeah. I knew it was game my, my game had been run you yeah. know and uh, yeah usually it's a, a lot tighter affair at the end of the season I ended up on uh, how many points ahead 2-3-4-9 versus 2-2-8-4 can you do maths quickly no. what's that that's 16 and 49 you get paid for the shit 65 points 65 points it's not the worst it's not the biggest gap I think overall both of us are I'm like oddly okay with my season considering it's my worst rank in a decade I came all in all I came 77k 77k had a a red arrow this week as you did Uh Uh, both of us had pretty disappointing game weeks I think Um, to see the red arrow in the last one that's always a bit of a kick in the in the nutsack but um, yeah, it was my worst fucking rank in, in a decade. But I won't dwell on that too much right now. I'm going to save all that kind of hysteria for the season review mm-hmm. that we'll be doing next week. But uh, right now, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm feeling okay. How about you? A bit mixed. I mean, my uh, final rank was 22,611. So 22,000. Yeah, pretty which good. Which is my third best ever finish. Yeah. But I finished on a red arrow, as you indicated there. I got 59 points this game week. I would have finished in the top 20k, which was my goal this season. From the halfway point of the season, I was like, look, I'm, you know, I was up around 15k, 20k yeah. for a lot of the season. And I was saying, look, I don't, I'd love to get into the top 10k, but that's not my goal. My goal is to finish top 20k. And I just fell short of that. Last week, I was 20,000 and a few odd hundred places yeah so any sort of green arrow would have seen me in the top 20k and what did you get this week like red arrows 15 oh what type of red arrow uh it was like a 1500 kind of k red arrow or 2000 red arrow or something oh. like that so i went down to 22600 where i went wrong is i didn't trust my gut and go with my captain decision that i wanted to and captain mané instead i captain sterling and that cost me 10 points and a top 20k finish so tinge of disappointment there but i can't argue this season has gone really well for me been fairly consistent better first half of the season this the second half of the season was a slog for a lot of it but the wild card chip strategy i went with ultimately worked out really well and helped me claw back kind of rank i had been dropping you know from like say january february 
half March kind of thing. Yeah, so. So I mean, it's a good, good season. It must be a little bit bittersweet. I mean, as I said, you had such a great like. It's been a consistently great season for you in terms of you, as you said, well, you've always been up around the the top thirty k and inside that kind of mark for from you know large portions of the season. You've won the mini league. Uh, all that stuff came together. I know you kind of finished outside your cash league a little bit. That's and the red iron the last week. That like yeah. obviously that gives it that slight bitter taint. It was it was chasing that cash league, which was there just within my reach. That was the reason I uh, ultimately I think failed to get in the top twenty k. So I, instead of focusing on my overall rank, I was going for a slight bitter differential. My mini league cash rival was seventeen points ahead. And uh, shout out to Jamie Curley because he he finished ahead in the cash league, Congrats. and uh, yeah he he had a fantastic season. I think he finished sixteen k overall in the end. But he had a triple captain chip on the final day, and he had Mane and Sana, or Mane and Salah. I ha- he had no Man City coverage, and yeah. I felt strongly that Man City were going to to whip uh, Brighton. As I, I thought four nil was four one. I wasn't a mile off, but there wasn't a whole lot of goals for any particular player. Um, I put the armband on. Unless you're a fucking the port owner again. Yeah, don't even talk. God about damn it! <laughs> <sighs> I had him. Did he have in my free hit? Did Curly have Laporte? Oh yeah, he was the oh, one. He's the yeah. one Man City player he had, of course. Uh, yeah, so uh, he uh, yeah he he got a, he got the points. I put the captain armband on Sterling. He put the triple captaincy on Salah. Had I put it on Mane, I would have gained an extra ten points in him, but he still would have won. I think he he ended up fifteen points ahead of me. Okay. Um, but yeah, if I just gone ahead and just said, you know what, if I knew he was going to Captain Salah, I might have stuck it on Mane anyway, but there was always a chance he'd put it on Mane, so. Well, in the words of a very wise man, Seamus, don't go chasing waterfalls, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't chase waterfalls this week. I just played a nice and relaxed game week. I was pretty happy in terms of like it was all said and done for me the Play, dust had played for rank kind of played thing? for rank I was like I'm not going to go any minus four points this week I don't have any massive things I'm just going to I'm happy with my team mm. uh, I'll t- make one transfer this week and I made uh, Calvert-Lewin who was injured out and I got in Troy Deeney because I thought maybe Watford would turn West Ham and um, no, I thought they might score a few goals they didn't they got their asses kicked and I came out of it with uh, an overall or not an overall but a game week score of 52 which was just above the average game week score this week, which was 51. So that wasn't enough to st- save me from a red arrow. I also, you know, plummeted from, I think it was just outside the 50k spot, which my goal was to get into that. I was like, top 50k, I'll be okay. Uh, but no, I actually dropped down to 77k, which was oh. a bit of a fucking drop. I was like, oh, bollocks. So you dropped, what, 20,000 places or something? Yeah, which was crazy. For um, a score of 52, that seems really harsh. What was that game week rank? Uh, the game week rank was 3 million. Three million, million, just wow. three million. Dollars. That's a big drop that late yeah. in the season because you think a lot of the positions are kind of settled at that stage. Well, I think in my own head, uh, a lot of people around that market are just kind of going for it and they're just gonna, you know, maybe capitalize on money and yeah. you know, just be like, what can I do? Whereas I was like happy enough to just play it a little bit safe and uh, yeah, no, that didn't there work wa- out. There were plenty of goals this weekend and there were plenty of uh, goal scorers. Um, you mentioned Mane just there. You don't even have Mane, so no. that would have hurt you this week not having Big him. Time, yeah. yeah, there was a couple of players I didn't have this week, and I think like looking back at uh, game week thirty eight, the likes of Mane, I think Laporte got some. Uh, you know, got some. He's highly owned. He got some points as well. Yeah. I think you know, and um, you know there was uh, there was the usual final game week ups and downs. We called one of them big time last week. We said. 
we penciled in the Crystal Palace Bournemouth match as that game uh, that final game week of the season where there's a shit ton of goals and yeah. you know that's one to watch out for it can go either, either way and it didn't disappoint it was 5-3 unfortunately neither of us had uh, <laughs> any players from both of those matches I we tried. predicted loads yeah. of points in this game and we both decided no we you, won't go at any of those players you could have gone with anyone except Milievich who I don't think got anything in it but no. Zaha got three assists and um and Townsend got amongst the points one, but he was unlucky. He didn't get a fourth assist. He had a great game. I was watching match of the day, and he was involved in everything. Who? Zaha. Yeah. Um, he got booked, and he uh, that kind of cost him a point. So he actually only got ten points. Fanano scored in the last game of the season. We know how he likes to finish yeah. the season. I that, made me, that narrative. Yeah, that can that made me chuckle. Batchwai got two goals. So there was literally like no Crystal Palace options like viable options that you could have picked that wouldn't have got you points in yeah, that game but Townsend know? one came in Even, I, like I got one Basaka last week yeah. uh, instead of getting Keen, and, and you uh, were feeling bad about it but yeah. I said wait until the second game week but I knew I, I, after looking at it I wasn't going into this game week confident I said there'd be goals in this I was like they're not going to keep a clean sheet now I'm just stuck with one Basaka when he got the assist I was like you know punching the air I was like yes I thought he got the assist for the first one I was like of course I was like (laughs) typical and then he didn't and I was like okay uh yeah. Whatever. Ten minutes later, he has an assist. I was like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was happy. I mean, if you were one of those guys who went for Townsend, who I didn't think was a bad shout this week, um, he would have got you some points, seven points this week. As you said, Van Anholt, who had actually missed the last two games from just rotation for some reason, I wouldn't have gone into this game week getting him in. No. Uh, but no. I know some people would have got him in and would have been disappointed the last two game weeks that he didn't deliver. They would be delighted to get some return out of him today. Um, on the other hand of the other side of the coin if you decided right there's goals in this let's go get Wilson and Fraser in you would have been sorely disappointed this week yeah I was hedging or not hedging but I was firmly placing my money with Palace this week Mm -hmm. so I was surprised to see Bournemouth score three goals now there were three scrappy goals yeah they they were three nil up before they conceded like they conceded two in a row then and it's like Crystal Palace just didn't close out the game and let Bournemouth back into it no and I think that's last game of the season kind of mentality you're out there to have a bit of a laugh uh, when you're not playing for too much and you know out there to give the home fans a bit of a show as well and I the, think the Lerma goal wasn't scrappy though that was you see that one that was no, a cracker yeah, Lerma, the, there was two scrappy ones there's two scrappy ones yeah, so yeah, yeah. Lerma uh, smashed it in from like 25 yards in off the top of the crossbar like it was an amazing goal so that was a but that kind of was a thunderbolt out of nowhere and then they just kind of took a few chances and yeah Crystal Palace were sloppy yeah they were and outside of the Crystal Palace batch which neither of us got points in I think uh, looking back at where I got some points this week like especially you talked about your mini league there and I wasn't a million miles away from losing second position in our league to no. uh, to third spot that punk uh, Carmody and uh, you know again someone who's been kind of playing slightly outside the template the, the Euron Greyjoy of the Tiger League I would accept that I accept that but he didn't kill Jamie Lannister spoiler alert and you meant to say spoiler alert before <laughs> you give away spoilers <laughs> Jesus John. yeah well do you know what like, like I have this whole <laughs> oh yeah no it's too late it's out there I'm not editing that out so it's, no, yeah, <laughs> let's move on we, quickly we, we quickly, will not yeah, talk yeah. about Game of Thrones but uh, yeah either way he fucking um he had a, f- a stormer week up in the 80s and uh, I was looking at his team and I was like oh no, motherfucker has Mane captain he's after getting two well, he has Wan-Bissaka he has Laporte I was like oh for the son of a I was like the son of a bitch is gonna pip me and uh, you I was you actually still had getting... a good 15 points in him though in the end. I did but, but that was close. because it was because of my weird ones that came in that he didn't have but like I said Redmond who 
got 10 points yeah. this week. You're transferring. My transferring, yeah. Who did you get out for him? Son. Exactly. Because the obvious move was Pogba, but I was like, fuck that. That's Southampton game's going to have goals. It didn't, but thankfully, Redmond was the one person that got a, peach. a goal. That was a peach. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Redmond got 10 points, and Ericsson got a goal this week, uh, which I was very happy with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I going, s- he's still in my team. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was so surprised when I looked at your team and mm. saw you still had Ericsson, and he's I won't lie, so I was like, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. Uh, so I was very Ericsson, man. Everyone's off Ericsson the last few weeks. If those two lads hadn't came in this week, and you know Ericsson has been like, you know, yeah. not doing for anything for ages, I just had more pressing issues. And Ericsson was a bit of a differential on you. So, you know, up to two weeks ago, he was a, a diamond and a potential diamond in the rough. But um, no, there was points to be had this week. Unfortunately, like, there was teams like Wolves who massively own teams. You know, the likes of yeah. Jimenez, Daherty, Jata usually own players in the game and I mean to be fair I saw a lot of people putting them on the bench I saw a yeah. lot of people like getting rid of them Doherty hit the bar he did I saw that he yeah. did. that that drew a chuckle Um, he did he hit the bar but ultimately uh, they did fuck all and Bennett delivered me a whopping zero points off my bench for Shaw who I'm surprised didn't play I mean yeah. I did read that he didn't travel to the hotel but they were playing in Manchester so I wonder yeah. how often that you know. Yeah, maybe they make their own way there. Yeah, one of the things, one of the things I did well with my wild card and um, you know just the final couple of game weeks of the season was I just completely ignored my team, Man United. I was just like, I'm not getting in Pogba, I'm not getting in Shaw. Well, your wild card, you Lidl. got Smallin. No, that was a that was a free hit team. Okay, well, but on my on my wild card, I was like, <laughs> I was. I was actually regretting because the week I used my wild card, yeah. Pogba got two goals against West Ham, didn't he? And I was like, "Fuck! I just got rid of him. I could have kept him in my team." Um, now that being said, oh, that's classic wildcard luck. Yeah. That being said, the players like I kept instead of him, like Son, the dick all anyway, other than a red card. So that didn't really work out. But uh, yeah, I'm just delighted I didn't go for Rashford last couple of game weeks. Yeah. I did make the obvious move to Pogba. Um, I didn't go for United defender. None of those moves have worked out for anyone. United have just finished the season terribly. Yeah, they have. And uh, you're bang on United this week. Losing 2-0. Losing 2-0 to Cardiff. Um, absolute fucking joke uh, for the last two. How does feel Cardiff? I don't blame anyone who would have been looking to gain like a bit of a slight differential and went with United coverage. But the fact that you even use the word differential and Man United versus Huddersfield and Cardiff in the same sentence is uh, is a joke. Who, I mean, that's not a differential, yeah, but it would have been. And you the know, differential and it, was Mendez Lang or Lang or whatever. He was he? The guy who scored two goals this weekend against Manchester oh, United. <laughs> Man, I wasn't even watching that match. That's how little I give a fuck. I was watching the City Brighton Liverpool uh, Wolves simulcast. I was, so I was watching, watching the two of them. Soccer Saturday or Soccer Sunday. Yeah, that's just as good I watched. There's all the goals were going in. I was like, "Fucking, I'm just gonna watch this." Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I loved last day of the season. I like seen all of it, unless of course you know United are in fucking league for winning it. I'm obviously going to watch that match but either way look they weren't and once they were a goal I think they conceded what a, a penalty, penalty in the first 25 minutes it wasn't a penalty minutes, either it was kind of like it was a complete air shot and uh, he went down and Dalot was kind of sliding in next to him and ref gave a penalty like it was a really lucky penalty but that's like you know United still should have had way more in the tank to come back from that the second goal was a shit it was from a throw in that yeah. no one just everyone missed and no one followed their man and they Another just throne. squared it it was like literally from a throne that Paul uh, Phil Jones just completely just misread that it bounced past him Pogba didn't follow his man all of a sudden your man was one on one with De Gea 
Yeah. He squares it, tapping. So Mendes Langles, the, the only time he's going to score two goals at Old Trafford. And yeah, apparently he was the guy to go for in the United Cardiff game. Who knew? For those wild boys who triple captain Mendes yeah. Lang in the last game of the season. <laughs> like, I, you couldn't be happy. But I, this is why I didn't watch the United game. Because that's the game I would have watched and I knew it was going to be a shit show. So mm. fuck it. Um, who knows? Next season, I will be starting off ignoring United. That's all I know. Yeah. And again, just that all depends on what happened in the summertime of course but I wasn't one of those people who completely ignored him uh, to my own detriment I did get shy and I thought fuck it I was looking I think I can't remember who I was looking to get out there two game weeks ago but it was oh fucking Duffy or Dunk I was like mm-hmm. I treat Brighton so I was like look I have five million there I can get a defender in and you know realistically I thought United against Huddersfield Cardiff again you didn't have any of that cover so I was like oh, fuck it if he comes in he comes in Nah, I was a bit sickened to see him not play this week. But in terms of United's performance and FPL wise, nah, Jesus Christ, what a what an abysmal ending to the season. Yeah. And anyone who did stick with Pogba, I don't think they would have been too happy. No, they would have been uh, quite unhappy. I mean, that's all you can say about United, isn't it? Is there is there anything more to be said? There isn't, but there is something to be said about a Mister Aubameyang, a name that's popped up pretty much you know uh, throughout the season. Like it's been a consistent name. I mean. There's been patches where Arsenal's fixtures have been so fucking blue that you couldn't not look at them. Mm. I think there was like two twice this season where it was like their fixtures look lovely for the next seven, eight game weeks, do you know? Yeah. And uh, they didn't de- didn't fail to disappoint this week with uh, their fixture against, what was it, Burnley? Burnley. Yeah, Aubameyang banged in two goals this week. I actually saw a surprising amount of people with him. Yeah. Which I was going, what the fuck? Where did this come out of, you know? Uh, Simon Keating had him who beat me in my um, in our head-to-head league which let me win the head-to-head league uh, you'd have kind of won by last week anyway but I needed to win and needed to see you lose and uh, you actually drew this week well, in that head-to-head uh, but I lost anyway and uh, Simon Keating then overtook me for second so I ended up coming third having led that for all but two weeks this season I literally enough. led from game week 1 to 36 you overtook me last week and uh, now I've come third it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> but come back to uh, Aubameyang yeah he's got he got two goals he, he won last week so that's three goals and he's uh, somehow ended up um, with the golden boot isn't and, that crazy yeah well it's not really because like around Christmas time I was like this guy's gonna be probably win the golden boot or thereabouts he just went quiet for a few weeks but he never went totally quiet he would pop up with goals here and there even when he he just wasn't starting you couldn't have him in your team and he 22 got, goals though is quite low for the golden boot would you not think it's not. It just seems it's quite low compared to the last five or six seasons. That's what I'm you know? talking about. <laughs> yeah, but com- like going back, there was like so many seasons in the Premier League going back. A ways oh, I when know. You, I know. The top goal scorer wouldn't even get twenty goals. Like Seventeen ta- goals, eighteen got goals. That Seamus, and we yeah. were used to our thirty goal, thirty two goal that, seasons. But you know, if Harry Kane had remained fit all season, he could have ended up on thirty goals and stuff like if that. If my aunt had balls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Aubameyang ended up with it being the top point scoring forward in the the game. That was a shock for me as well because yeah. I won't lie, I don't think I had a Bamiang all season. Now I again, I, yeah, you, you, we, and I might look back. I mean, I'm saving kind of my deep dive for the season review, but like, I'm pretty sure I haven't had him all season. I did go with the Lacazette train for a little while, which is mm. why I didn't. I think it was probably around the time you went with him. It was that kind of yeah. first section of uh, really nice fixtures for Arsenal. But yeah, they got three points, or uh, they got the, well, they get three points this week, three yeah. goals, and uh, I mean, got his. Uh, his golden boot first season in the Premier League first full season anyway isn't it yeah yeah he's uh, had a crazy good season so he's ended up on over 200 points eight players have ended up with over 200 points in the uh, FPL this season 
Um, he's a, one of them. Yeah, is that a high? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the stats, and oh, that's yeah. something we can check out for next week's podcast. For if sure. we can. But uh, eight players have ended up uh, with over two hundred points. Four of them for Liverpool. Two of them defenders, both Liverpool players. Robertson and Van Dijk uh, Trent just finished just outside it because he was injured for so much shit Van Dijk yeah. so he got see this I'm saying I haven't even looked at like whether Van Dijk got more points or less points than, than Trent um, yeah more more than Trent less than Robertson um, Robertson was the high scoring defender in the game like Van Dijk was only like 10 points off him see that was the thing that's when I got Van Dijk in I was like yeah. I don't think this Van Dijk has matched Robertson since it. Christmas pretty much yeah, and uh, I think he could have done more. I mean, he hit the bar the weekend. He could have hit. He could have done slightly more. Yeah, he hit the bar the weekend. I didn't know that. He did. Uh, one of the lads sitting next to me said it, and I was like, "Oh, that would have benefited." Yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw the goals. I didn't remember seeing that, but uh, yeah. Uh, so what? The, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the four Liverpool players. You can guess who those are. Yeah, Robertson, Robertson Salah, Mane, and Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you got Aubameyang sneaking in there. The two City guys, Sergio and Sterling. And the last one, who's the last one? I'll have to pull that up now. But I tell you who's not in it, but should be. Hazard, Hazard. Hazard. But who gets my honorary mention? Ashley Barnes also scored this week against. Yeah, uh, your uh, boy Barnes, man, you had a you love that man. Oh well, now I do. I just like I love how it happened. I mean, I actually showed him no respect when he was in my team. (laughs) Like twice, I think three attacking. Yeah, I kept benching him, and he kept coming off the bench for me, which was hilarious. And I think one of the weeks, uh, when he also there was yeah, there was a couple weeks where he started where he obviously did nothing. But like there was another week where I did like I got returns out of him. So I'll be looking at him closely for the you know the stable boy collection, yeah. uh, and he's he's up there. Yeah, but he actually, in a goal he make week. a good stable. He got he finished the season on twelve goals. That's in the great. End. Uh, it's the most goals scored by a <coughs> it's the most scored <coughs> goals scored by a Burnley forward ever in the Premier League in a in a Premier League season. Boom. So he's got the the record for that now. So fair play to the man. Um, I had him in. Where did he come from, Ashley Burns? Uh, I don't know. Do Couldn't tell you. Couldn't England tell you probably. Now. No, he's English, all right. Even though he's like what half Swiss or Austrian or something. Is he like half that. something? He can qual. He qualifies for Austria. Yeah, he qualifies mm-hmm. to play for Austria, but he hasn't actually. The, the coach there has been looking at him, but hasn't actually called him up. Who hasn't qualified to play for Austria? Maris. <laughs> Is Maris. that your segue to? That's Man my City? segue. It's, not, it's a little jarring. I'll accept that. I'll, I'll accept it's a little. A little jarring, but you know, come on, we got to get paid through some of the matches here. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. There's no, there's no gaming thirty nine. No, <laughs> we're uh, at a last, at, at a last, uh, you know, end. That's not a word. Loose we're, end. We're loose yeah. End. yeah, or we're at a loss. Or at a loss. Combining the two. Yeah, I'm just I'm too good. My brain works on two different levels. It's not fair for you or the rest of humanity. No. But either way, uh, we're at a bit of a loose end this week. We don't have a game thirty nine. Look forward to, and we both looked at the. You know, our, our setup and how we usually approach the pod, and it something felt wrong. It was like, shit, it's empty. We've spent 38 game weeks looking, you know, ahead, and yeah. we have our, our structure. You spent a good five minutes looking for the ticker on the I did. football <laughs> I was like, oh, where the fuck is this? But uh, yeah, I don't know. That took me a while to realize. But yeah, um, why did I start talking? Oh, Maris. Talking Maris. He was, yeah, we segued right out of there. But uh, yeah, Maris. Golden assist. Golden assist this week. I think he'll be pretty happy for no... He's non-owners. Yeah, no one owns him. He is 1.7% owned. Yeah, pretty low. But the City match, like we talked about it before, they, you know, 4-1, it's exactly the kind of result you expected to see in that match. Yeah. It's a pity to not see the likes of, you know... Starting or where we got a haul. I mean, we both doubled down on City uh, coming into these last. Uh, Sterling had just got a goal. That that was my green arrow. Po- yeah. Possible top. Uh, 
He got the top assist. Top 20k. He got, he got an assist. He, uh, the free kick that Gundogan put in top corner, he won that. So there you um, go. So it wasn't even a real assist. It was a, an FPL assist. Fantasy assist. Uh, yeah. I actually don't like those. I wish they didn't give him for free kicks, only for penalties. I don't like those. Oh, you are fouled. So if your man scores a direct free kick from that, then I don't think it should be... Anyway, that's I a just, different argument. It is, it is. And I'll fight you on that but I suppose I can see the argument that look anything that brings extra FPL points yeah. makes the game interesting so little things I mean you'd be all for you know extra points for defensive midfielders and whatnot. so mm. I'm with you win a free kick someone scores directly from the free kick I mean the little things like Ashley Young rolling the ball <laughs> a yard away to you remember like back yeah. when Rooney was sticking free kicks yeah and Ashley Young was literally getting two assists in a match for rolling the ball less than two feet like, yeah of it's course. like those do get a bit you know in that kitchen in the grawl a little bit but they're so rare they're extremely yeah, hard true true that. but like yeah. I benefited this week because Sterling was my captain so he went from double two up to double five which uh, which helped um, the other points in that game Aguero scored again you did I had him as my captain uh, oh, he's your captain this week. Yeah, didn't even realize that. Didn't even realize that's that. That's how little you gave a shit about. Ah, uh, well, look, this week. you'd conceded that, and I, I was sixty points or so ahead of you. I was looking at my my cash league, and I was trying to make up ground there. And yeah, how I, little you care. Yeah, so they kind of Aguero and Sterling came with five and six points. Uh, Maris thirteen points. Laporte scored again to keep up his fucking fantastic end to the season. Yeah. Which, if you've been on him, you're laughing. And I haven't been on him. I've had Ederson who matched him in game week thirty five. Um, but yeah, that this that is how many okay. He's like got, with Laporte this season, I did not expect him to boss it as much as he did for the no. entire season. In the know. second half of the season, especially first half of the season, he was good. Consistent. He's consistent. Like That's six, all he six. Wants. Like there's like there's a few weeks there where he just got like five or six points in a you know six points six weeks in a row, you know, and then you're really talking about from that double game week 25 onwards that's where he really came out he got 20 points that week mm-hmm. for a goal and assist in the space of like a week um, that was like 20 points for his owners um, followed up with a clean sheet missed the next couple of games and since then it's been 7 11 2 6 9 9 12 8 he's got 3 bonus points the maximum bonus points in 3 of the last 4 games uh, he insane. didn't get any bonus points this week but he fucking scored yeah it's crazy no it is and it's one that we'll definitely be highlighting I think again in the season review uh, this week I just again you had to chuckle when you scored that goal I was like of course Laporte scores he's uh, yeah. scores a header if it wasn't going to be company it was going to be him You know, it was just that earlier on the season City were banging in goals and you were like you know what Laporte is a great option but he's never going to get bonus because and they're going to score two or three goals a game what actually happened there towards the end of the season is they started winning him narrowly you know 1-0 stuff like that so he was getting the bonus then, yeah, because uh, his passing stats are so good. He was uh, he got plenty it really of, helps with the bonus. He d- it did, and he got plenty of sideways assists. Kind of you know, kind of yeah. picked them up. And it's worth going back to the start of the season again. We're venturing into season review territory, and that's going to happen. But it's worth looking back to the start of the season. I didn't don't think either of us were one hundred percent convinced that Adamendi wouldn't stake a claim in the city team. No, not when you look at the season before. I mean, it became apparent for sure. After six or seven game yeah. weeks, so it was. I always thought it would be Laporte would be in there. Yeah. Um. I had him at stages last season, um, and he was doing really well. And I thought this guy is going to be nailed on this year. He's going to be, but I didn't think they'd just drop Otamendi completely. I thought maybe Otamendi would. Uh, I thought maybe Otamendi would play with Laporte. Yeah. Um. That's but, what I'm saying. You know, and maybe John Stones coming, but after six or seven game weeks, it became apparent he was in there. I thought he was the best sitting yeah. player to go with once. 
Mendy was injured, but they went down a run around Christmas where they didn't keep any clean sheets. So there's better options there. He's one of those players where I know, looking back now at the whole season, I should have got on him at some stage. Yeah, with like, hindsight, yeah, we hindsight. can say that now. But at the same time, I'm surprised how long it took me to realise that I made that mistake. It wasn't until like the closing stages of the season. like Even with the massive haul he got in that double game week for City at, you know, after Christmas or whatever. 25, yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, I still didn't think, oh, you fucked up, you fucked up. But now, like, it's just going, of course. I mean, like, look at the, like, look at Captain Hindsight's just delivered on my on my doorstep. Yeah. You know? It's uh, it's a case of how many points has he got there? He has got 20, 30, 29, 38, 44 points in his last five games. Which is crazy. Yeah. He's averaging, yeah, 44 points in his last uh, five games. That's and, mental. You know, to bring about another segue now, you've made me feel so <laughs> fucking self conscious about it, Seamus. Uh, someone else who has been consistently banging out points, Rondon. And another fixture that. I think I don't know about you but I and I don't remember last week but uh, I wasn't 100% I definitely wasn't expecting Newcastle to completely hammer Fulham this week I was expecting there to be some goals in that match you did you did say on last week's pod that uh, you were you were thinking about Rondon what did yeah. I think about Rondon I thought Newcastle were definitely oh, I thought it would be an open game and I thought Fulham would put something to Newcastle but I also thought you know like neither team are going to be Rafa's not going to be playing with the same strictness he usually brings yeah I called this wrong I thought uh, the way Fulham had been playing I thought it would be to be better than they actually were I thought it would be a tight affair I fancied Fulham to win I backed Ryan Babel from what I could see Babel Scott, didn't even start no exactly Scott Parker rotated the team Babel didn't start he gave a few I don't know how much rotation was actually in the team there was a small bit I don't think it was a whole ton but it seemed to affect Fulham and Newcastle got off to a good start to score two goals in quick succession and then they were off at the races I think yeah. it was counter-attacking football after that um, yeah they, they absolutely battered Fulham I thought it would be a lot closer there was points there Shar ended up with another 15 pointer again he's yeah. another like he's, he's like Laporte in that he was being you know talked about people were eyeing him up yeah. for a while um, then he finally scored two goals when he got his first goal, he got his second goal the same game. And since then, he's been, yeah, he's been a good option. He's got a lot of points. So, 15 points for him. Perez continues his thing. His, his form, thing. You know, his, <laughs> thing, his, his, his thing is scoring goals. So, he's continuing his form. And, uh, yeah, Rondon scored again. And he did. two yeah. assists for Richie. So, yeah, I wasn't, uh, yeah, that was a surprise result. I thought it would be a lot closer. I thought maybe, I, I wasn't totally surprised at Newcastle won I could have seen but I would have thought if they were going to win it might be 2-1 or something I thought yeah. Fulham would have some bit of backbone I was 0.1 from Rondon doing Calvert-Lewin to Rondon I had 0.4 in the bank and Calvert-Lewin was like I don't know 5.6 or something like that yeah. and I was 0.1 off of Rondon and I went ah bollocks so all of a sudden I was looking at way less options you know the likes of Ings the likes of Dini yeah. I think everyone that I could have got got at something. Oh. Mendes Lang. No. I would, uh, yeah, well, yeah, if you got Mendes Lang, fair play. Yeah, I would say, I just got to remember for next season that Newcastle finished the season strongly um, after February. They seem to play well after February. That's when you want to get your Newcastle players. Early on in the season, it's just all talk, crisis talks and stuff like that. When they're playing to keep Rafa, that's when they seem to do well. So yeah, try and remember that for next season. I uh, do. Um, I tend to to ignore all of those. But yeah. either way, like one, yeah. one game I got wrong. Uh, unless you want to mention anything more about the Newcastle. No, game. no, no, no. One game that I predicted completely wrong was Leicester Chelsea, and I thought that was going to be a high-scoring game yeah. as well. That was exactly what was on my brain there when you were going to go to that was Leicester Chelsea. 
Yeah, it was Hazard not starting that either. Yeah, so why was that? Just Europa? Oh, they totally changed the team. They have nothing to play for. They yeah. had third, they had third place, uh, top four secured. Yeah, um, he didn't even start uh, Kepa and goals. He started Claudio yeah, Bravo. No, not Claudio Bravo. What's the other guy? Caballero. Yeah, uh, Caballero started him. Uh, started Alonso left back. Uh, did he start Christensen? I don't know, but I know they all got Rudiger fucking clean sheets because there was shit all to talk about that. And you would have been disappointed in Jamie Vardy. I know yeah. there's been a few people who kind of topped up Vardy, especially considering uh, Chelsea's fatigue after the Europa fixtures, you know, the week, uh, the couple of days before that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. He had a couple of uh, he had a couple of half chances there where he just, you know, he didn't, he wasn't as sharp. And another day, he would have got those shots off quicker or he would have... Um, Taking probably, a better touch, and he would have gotten a shot away. So, end of the season, it's yeah. not the same. But know? he scored uh, end of the season last year. I thought you know he could be one of these players. Now I heard other podcasts out there. I listen to all these other podcasts each week as well. Yeah, and uh, I heard a lot of people kind of saying, you know, Jamie Vardy, or a lot of people just on Twitter recommending, oh, Jamie Vardy could be, uh, could be a dark great horse. Captain, a good, yeah. good a dark horse for a captain choice. I was like, he's still against Chelsea. Yeah. But if the game went a certain way, yeah. Uh, Leicester could have had a couple um, still felt kind of risky I wouldn't have expected him to get more than one but well he is, your man Pereira got the three bonus points yeah Pereira again yeah another like like he's got to be another person for next season who's going to be one of the first names on your team sheet you know ah, I think it'll depend on the fixtures list for Leicester I and mean, prices yeah prices fixtures list. There's a lot. that's a long way away I don't yeah. even be thinking about it but I know anyone with Chilwell as we spoke about like uh, with that uh, with Carmine chasing me in third place like he had chilled well, that was another clean sheet I was like are you fucking kidding me I did not expect Leicester to be pull, coming out of this with a clean sheet you yeah. know you'd be disappointed if you had Hazard on him starting on the bench but I don't think anyone was too confident that Chelsea were going to after ex- you know, exerting a lot of energy in that you know, 120 minutes in the Europa League uh, yeah. semi-final that they were going to smash Leicester who are a good team especially at the counter-attack either way the little would have been slightly disappointing yeah. and we touched on Liverpool a while ago Mane got his two goals they uh, they, they, they put Trent, Trent, Trent once more. he's another one yeah, he, got a, he got the max bonus he two got the assists. max bonus two assists max bonus clean sheet like uh, you have to be looking at that guy going oh, Jesus Christ Liverpool's fullbacks next season that was my mistake as well yeah remember a couple of weeks ago I used my wild card I was said I was going to come off the double Liverpool I had Trent and Robertson and Trent had been fucking smashing it for me um, for those few weeks came off him what's he do but like he's been absolutely on fire since then yeah. so since I got rid of him he has had 15 10 he's had 4 double digit returns in a row yeah, he's had six assists in his last four games. That is forty six. Oh man, he's got fifty four points in the five weeks I've transferred him out. Yeah, but look, James. I kept Robertson, so I think there's a twenty point difference there, twenty one point difference. So if I just kept him instead of Robertson, I would have had an extra twenty points. I would be so much better off. <laughs> I just thought he was more likely to be rotated but with you the Champions League. You wouldn't get the brag in our season review that you kept Robertson all season. That's true. Do you know what I mean? That so is true. that's worth that's that, and that was a very valid reason why I actually kept Trent. Yeah. Yeah. And so Robertson. Lesson learned for next season. Don't be fucking stubborn and just keep him just for some stupid brain oh, over heart on. although again I think hindsight's playing a bit into this but I think the most notable kind of result out of that or lack of result was Salah's kind of blank I think it all came if you had uh, Robertson uh, or Van Dijk and Salah you know you were not getting anything out of that match yeah if you had <laughs> well, uh, you a clean sheet for Van Dijk and Robertson but you know what I mean yeah sure I got a clean sheet for Robertson so it's not too bad but when you see Trent with 15 and you're there with 6, six yeah. you're like 
that's a big difference. Like the difference between Laporte's eight points this week and my two points for Ederson. Yeah. You know, things like that. Killers. There was. And there was a few other players around this week that kind of came in, you know, consistently all season. Sigurdsson. We mentioned Ericsson, you know, already. But the Spurs drew that last game in season 2-2, which kind of... I keep forgetting about this game. Yeah. Well, it was pretty fucking forgettable. Um, I think it's uh, pretty much summed up Spurs into the Premier League. You know when Walcott and Tossin, or mm. Tucson or whatever you call them, Walcott and Tossin, when they're scoring... Like, it's not really a, a game week to remember from an FPL point of view. But no. Sigurdsson did get an assist. He, he is did. somebody who's highly owned. And uh, he's made it into the team of the season. Um, season? The overall FPL, team, FPL of season. team of the season. Yeah, Interesting. Point, scoring, Interesting. Because, yeah. again, he's someone that people would have talked about. And he'll be one to look forward to next year. I think we know what we get from him now. Yeah, you know possibly kind of a price hike by uh, maybe... But not by much. Maybe by 0.5 million or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. We'll discuss potential prices another time. Uh, but Ericsson got you the goal, so he kind of rewarded his owner's patience for that. Nice yeah, I, I don't even know if I should have still been on him, but I'm glad I had him in over Sun over mm-hmm. the last two game weeks. But that way, yeah, he definitely came good. Um, and again, we talked about Watford uh, being hammered by the Hammers. Um, yeah, Arnautovic got a goal. He did, and, and another triple well. assist this week. Two players got three assists this week. Oh shit! Zaha yeah, Antonio. and Antonio. Yeah, you know, that was interesting. Antonio's been in savage form though recently as well, and uh, I do think he fucking dived for that last penalty. Um, pretty much um, he went down and got Holabash sent off went down like a bag of spuds even though the guy's built like a fucking brick shit house. he's um, that's the game we live in he's a great old player he's ended the season with 6 goals and 8 assists and considering um, how little game time he got I think uh, yeah. you know that's relative yeah he's really come on second half of the season when he's kind of come back into it but like yeah the last um, last 4 games 2 goals 3 assists um, 13 points this week uh, was man of the match looking at match of the day he was causing them some amount of problems and uh, yeah he'll be, his owners will be delighted um, I wonder how well owned he is let's have a look yeah well 1.2% man and yeah exactly I just wasn't that. expecting them to smash Watford I thought Watford would smash them no and all of the players that you'd expect to get in amongst the points got in there and Odevich Lanzini they all got returns Philippe Anderson even pulled out an assist in that match which was a bit surprising and uh, my namesake Gerard de la Ferre, he also got a, mm-hmm. a goal in that match he was another one that I could have swapped War Prowse for and put uh, um, put uh, yeah, uh, Carvalhoon on the bench and uh, played five and in, uh, in the middle and two up front. So I was looking at you know. Could you afford that? I could have afforded more uh, to Delafeu. Yeah, I uh, was more. Sub- I think the Dini one was a good shout. I I know it didn't work out because Delafeu could have easily been rested for this FA Cup final. Mm. Whereas Dini has been, been rested, rested for the last yeah. few games. I thought he was definitely going to start. I thought he'd be hungry. Home game. Go and impress the fans. The home games. I I'm thought, just glad he didn't get sent off, and it was Halavas instead. I was like, when I saw Red Car Wafford, oh, don't be fucking Dean. I was not expecting away wins for Cardiff at Old Trafford, Newcastle for, at Fulham, or West Ham at Watford. Okay, I knew Man City would beat Brighton, and you'd think Arsenal. There's a good chance they could beat Burnley, even though their away form has been terrible. But those ones I mentioned, the first three, yeah, wasn't expecting any of those. Yeah, well, that's the final game of the season for you there. And I think that about wraps up the games. As I said, it's it's always a little kind of daunting when there's nothing to look forward to. But what we do have to look forward to is our roundup of the hot shots and puck fathers, our weekly differentials and, and uh, you know, nailed on picks. Um, I think you've also kind of wrapped up 
the total game week uh, or total season I've got a season uh, review here but we'll just start with how we got on this week first of all that's a good idea yeah game week 38 I think I had second pick or first pick I had first pick and I went with Sterling okay well he got you a whopping three five five sorry i'm looking at last week's points uh yeah no he got you a whopping five points and i had second pick and i went aguero so he beat you with a six pointer a sexy six a sexy six and you said no nah, fuck your shit i'm going with manny for liverpool for yeah first i thought manny i thought manny was a good shout this week preferred him over salah you did not pick salah no which i which kind of surprised me as your pick and it turned out to be a good shout yeah I went with somebody else who came in with some points oh zaha and i was very devastated like he was my if i go minus four this week he was the one i was looking at uh, well, zaha was the guy i was telling you yeah in game week 37 i was going to go vardy out for zaha i remember and vardy did nothing the two weeks i had him zaha scored last week and got 10 points this week so i think he got 17 points over those two games you should have done it my one <laughs> yeah my one basaka move ended up getting me uh five six. five or six points and what four points this week keen got seven mm. yeah so there's not much between keen and one basaka but if i just ignored that and just actually got in zaha for variety it would have been better off I can analyze all these things and see where I could have made five, ten points each game week, and yeah. I could be in a much better, better place. So, look, I may. There'll never be a game week where you can't have done that, though. That's the beauty of it. Like no, I can promise you now, you'll never be able to look at your team and go, "I could have." Yeah, but there's always going to be that week where you're kind of going, "I could have done this, I could have yeah. done that." I was considering it. What I'm talking about when I'm here on the podcast, going Zaha in is the move I'm yeah. looking at next week. That week comes, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm probably going to get Zaha." In. Zaha in and then I don't pull the trigger and do a different move but and then the following week people are going oh Seamus must have got Zaha in he'll yeah. be delighted it's like no I didn't actually go with my gut yeah. so but I, to I, be there's fair, been too many like, of those this season for me you did ha- you did also talk about you know Vardy's uh, run of form and you know willing to stick with your team and maybe show a bit more faith in that and yeah it didn't work out this time but how many times will Vardy have you know, or will that yeah. strategy have paid out? I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. You could be saying it different next year. I'm just don't feel too bad about no, it. No, no, I don't. Feel, I don't feel bad. I, I like I won our league. I'm happy with that. My goal each season, I don't normally set. I want to finish in. I I generally have a. I want to finish in this yeah. top 20k rank. I kind of set that every year. I want to finish top 20k, top 30k. But my main objective each season is to win our domestic. And you did head to head. Well, our, our domestic league here. And you did also win the hot shots. For the final game of the season, you went out with a fucking bang. <laughs> you got 20 points, I got 16. But, uh, That's you, the second week in a row I've won the hot shots. It is. And uh, you, the score is a bit more respectable. A tad bit, and I'm looking forward to hearing the scores now. Uh, but before that, we'll look at the puck fathers from last week. You actually went with my transfer in, Deanie. Maybe you're the one to put it in my brain. Yeah, I inceptioned you. You inceptioned my. Uh, and uh, yeah, two points for Deanie. He beat my score, Babel who actually was your player this week and yeah. he got one point didn't start we chose each other's players yeah yeah pretty much um, maybe that's the problem you know, came off like the bench one point one point Blah. so you also won the puck fathers this week but looking back at the overall season Seamus that's a, that's a fancy looking uh, excel sheet you have right there so if I hold it from a distance here you can see green is obviously where you won and red is where uh, you lost you can see there's a lot more green on your side for the uh hot shots and there's a lot more green on my side for the puck fathers so what you're break saying it down. is break it down just give me the whole score because right. not everyone out of the hot shots this uh, this season yep I have had the better pick in the hot shots 
11 game weeks. Okay. Okay. This is it. We only started these in game week, game week six, by the way. We didn't do it for the first five game weeks. But you didn't record them for the first five game weeks. No, we didn't do them. I, I don't think. I think I've already stayed claiming them. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, if I got those, even if I got those uh, missing five game weeks, you still would have beat me. Fair <laughs> enough. So I got 11 game weeks. You got 19. Okay, boom. So I pulled back two at the end to make it a bit more respectable. We ended up drawing three of those. Okay. okay. So that uh, that makes it a bit more respectable. So 33 game weeks, uh, you scored 19. So fair play. I don't know what that Congrats. means <laughs> in the it general means... picture. It's like, oh, you actually nailed the game week, the individual picks. I would yeah. rather be picking, uh, nailing those each week than the differentials. Because if you're nailing those, it generally means you've, you're making the right yeah, you, in for the main guys, you know, yeah. the hazards and the. Except I didn't. Uh, <laughs> As yeah. my worst rank in ten years will tell you. Yeah. But uh, tell me about the Pogfathers. Pogfathers is the opposite. Pogfathers. I ended up with. Uh, we started these in game week seven. Actually, we didn't start these in game week six at all. Yeah. And uh, I ended up with the better team in nineteen out of thirty-two weeks. Jesus, that's and good. Uh, you with seven. Uh, one of those being Delafay banging in a hat trick, you'll recall. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, you um, you did well on some of those, but generally that seemed to be my domain. Um, so we'll know for next year where we, we drew six. Of, I think next we ne- drew six of them. I suppose there's a lot of ones. There's lots of twos and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And look, some of those are kind of I'm going to say fraudulent. Where like, look at here, game with twenty eight. Alvaron got me point. three points. Barnes got you two. Kind of things, yeah. Like I, know. That, I you understand know? where you're coming from. Yeah, I know there'll be those weeks where neither puck fathers came true, and uh, it's just a matter of yellow yeah. cards and bonus points. But by this, by the same, by the same token, there's weeks where you want like that, so they kind of balance out, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I think next season we should just rely on you to pick the main, <laughs> ch- the main picks, the hot shots, and I should just pick the differentials. No, that's no. something I've I learned. have to have something to lord over you, Seamus, because yeah. God knows that's about it. So you won that one. I did, and you've won this one, Seamus. And have and we decided that um, Ashley Barnes so is, is a potential stable boy? No. Are we adding him to stable boys no, this stage? No, we're not adding him to stable boys. just discussing him. You're just discussing him. Right. There has to be multiple seasons. All I know is next season when we're looking at the... You know, it'll be interesting to see if any stable boys get added as the season progresses. There's and people out like, there, they want to, they want to see is, more stable boys added. Calls, there is cause for it, and uh, they, they will be answered in time. But for right now, we're going to leave that there. We're going to thank everyone for listening. We're going to thank everyone who's listened to all season long. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pray that you listen one more time next week. Season review coming up. We're going to talk about a load of shit that we've been kind of dying to discuss since the start of the season where mistakes were made you know season fucking turning lessons, lessons all that kind of shit all the, the, the best parts of uh, I think is uh, looking back on the season uh, we're going to discuss that next week and if you want anything discussed you know don't hesitate shout out to us you can reach us on twitter at fbl hangover you can also send us an email at fbl hangover at gmail.com we'll look through all that shit and we'll uh we'll hopefully get back next week and uh we'll uh provide some clarity seamus but yeah. for now i think we're going to say a, a, a you know a small goodbye yeah small goodbye it's a long it's a long break in the summer but not yet so you know get this next podcast in because this next podcast i have a feeling i can kind of tell already in me waters it's going to be good it is I'm looking It'll forward to it but um, yeah until then I hope your arrows were green <laughs> oh, I love it I actually just thought how is he going to end this he can't say I hope your arrows are green yeah yeah that's brilliant I hope your arrows were green yeah that's excellent and uh, if they weren't tough shit there's always next season I <laughs> uh, wish you all got best lads see you next week look <laughs>